welcome to 2021 and the second season of Sit Still and Listen. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Beth Cornell, and I'm here with my daughter, Sarah my Cornell. co-host, Yay. Sarah Cornell. Yeah. <laughs> and today's subject is um, kind of a, a crazy one. We have a new president so, now. <laughs> Right. And it seems like we've turned a page, although there's still some of the last chapter bleeding over. Yeah, it's a little bit. And, you know, I I just wonder, you know, what younger generations think about this. I mean, this is, this is their everyday thing. But for us older folks, this isn't ordinary at all. This is extraordinary. Yeah. I'm wondering if like, and and when I say young kids, I mean like early teens, like 13 and like 10 years old. I'm wondering if they're going to grow up and like ask, do you remember like for a year and a bit, we had to like wear masks and everybody was really scared. Do you remember that? What was that about? (laughs) Like, I'm wondering if, you know, I think a lot of people are going to look back and say, what were those people thinking? Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. It's yeah. officially like that, um, the, the, you know, where people weren't wearing seatbelts for for extended yeah. periods of time. And they were like, why didn't they wear seatbelts? Oh, my God, that's so dangerous. Or, or doctors recommending smoking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. A, there was a reason why that shifted and our policies changed and and these kinds of things became um, impossible. Uh, Now, uh, those policies were sort of reversed during the last administration. We had a lot of regulations lifted and a lot of things were loosened up to allow things that were less than scientifically factual to bleed into the mainstream. Right. And uh, more than a few people fell for it. And I wonder if that is just a symptom of our busy society where we're too busy to check things out or we're too busy to care. You know, we're just, I heard it, it must be true and I'm not even gonna care about it. Well, a lot of people, you know, it's, it's you know, the same people who warned my generation about phone calls, like getting a phone call being like, your car, this call is to tell you about your car's extended warranty. Those same people who warned you about those phone calls are now falling for like the QAnon bullshit where it's like, you know, Satanist pedophiles run Hollywood or whatever. Like, and, and, and they're like, Oh no, that's totally real. That's, that's really real. And, and and I just like, I just want to shake them because like they don't, they, they're not living in a reality that, they're just not living in reality. They've, they've, they, they just aren't. And well, they can't prove it. And that's the difference between what we consider objective reality. And yeah, reality. there's, there has to be some evidence and that's where science comes in. And a great portion of people have abandoned science. Well, a great portion. I have, I have a feeling that the same people who have, you know, abandoned science that they're, they're, view on it is well in five years they're going to change what science is you know they're going to be like oh well 
that's you know. called science yeah that's science yeah like it changes that's the point but the thing is is they're looking yeah. for like they're looking for like a coverall they're looking uh-huh. for like this a is definitive this is it yes yeah the, like this is the way it is and, and well and nothing seems, will change it it seems like that falls in with that black and white thinking where everything's right or wrong no it's a it's a very um you know anything in between is wrong and yeah. Or is is so undecided that it's it's just let's just not go there. That's a sin kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know that gray area is a sin. You yeah, know, there's right and there's wrong. Don't yeah. go in that gray area. Yeah, because there's nothing you good in there. You won't come back. Yeah, yeah no, there's nothing but sin in the gray area. <laughs> right. <laughs> And being my daughter, you know, I live in the gray area. I was born in the gray area, molded by it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that uh, brings us to the first point in our, our discussion today is that, that little, um, as Chuck Schumer said just yesterday, that erection that happened up in the Capitol. You said that? He, he misspoke when he was reading. Yeah. Well, he's fucking right. They're all a bunch of dicks. <laughs> yeah. So there was like a bunch of dicks running towards this erection and it happened. They tried to, well, they did. They stormed they, the Capitol. They got in, they, they busted some windows. They stole some shit. They penetrated the Capitol. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Don't say that. <laughs> To follow along with the theme. Ew. Why don't you just say that the carpets were moist on top of it? Just, you know, just they for... They probably left the carpets moist in there. Ew. Regardless, a, a couple of the big players in that group were from here in Arizona. I'm yeah, we got, we got our own, we got our very own homegrown fucking Arizona of man. Of course, the man's a shaman, because if you're from Arizona, what else would you be? You shaman? Know? Is that the way you say it? shaman shaman yeah, yeah. I, I play too much i played too much world of warcraft so it's it's shaman so, yeah yeah sorry <laughs> however you however you care to pronounce it the end deal is he's in jail and i think he's going to be there for about 20 years and no <sighs> trump did not pardon him nope ex-president trump didn't pardon any of these people no and i don't yeah. know why that they were expecting him to that's my thing like what kind of crazy deluded like thought process must you have where you're like i will storm the capitol and i will not get in trouble because well the president is on my side and he will make sure that nothing bad happens to me what what <laughs> are you nuts like that is that is not the that is not the cognitive thought process of someone who has the ability to cognitively think. <laughs> I think there's a, an, um, a couple different things cognitively that could have happened to those people. I mean, I have to, I'm, I'm a person who believes that there's compassion in the world and there's compassion for everybody, yeah. including our ex-president. I mean, I read Mary Trump's book, which I think is a very accurate snapshot of his psyche. And I feel bad for the guy. I don't feel bad enough to forgive him for everything he's done. I think he should be held accountable for it. But but I can see why he is the man he is. 
and how he portrayed himself to the people who yeah. did this in such a way that they they believed him and they believed whether he said that he would pardon them or not he definitely invited them that's been that's been uh, witnessed by more than five i think there's been more than five now people that said that they were personally invited there and yeah. some of them were at the white house actually before this all went down so so i'm pretty sure that um you know he did incite this insurrection he did he absolutely did. i mean you just have to I could, I could put it in here it really of that clip where he's like we're gonna walk to the white house and i'll be there or we'll walk to the capitol and i'll be right there with you yeah spiritually you know with shamanly he'll be there but well, not physically no because <laughs> they're a terrifying group of people who are fanatics right? they're nuts okay so let's get back to that they're crazy because they're mad they're very upset. And when you're super upset, you can't see what's right in front of you. You can't, you can be easily manipulated when you're really mad, when you've gotten yourself into a tizzy. If you don't know how to put yourself in time out, uh-oh, bad things are going to happen, not just to you, but to everybody. Anger is a very destructive emotion. It's it's so, like, the thing that gets and it me was. The thing that gets me is like, wh why are you so angry? You had the, you got your guy into the White House. Like, I don't understand why that they were so upset consistently through their, yeah. through his entire presidency. Because, there because wasn't he consistently played the victim of something that the Democrats were doing. He consistently was a victim of them, even though what they were doing was being roadblocked and stopped at every turn by him. I mean, so yeah. it's it's all his show. He's running it, and it's and it's it's okay for him to just get on the helicopter and you yeah, know please the fuck out. Bye. Please, please <laughs> wave it out of here. But the fact remains, you know, he's he's still a dangerous person, not because of who he is but because of who these people are yeah, and, and that they're still there and they still believe in uh, all the things he said and, and the anger that they feel is still there. The anger, that overflowing lava pit of anger. Yeah. The anger leads to is hate. still there. Well, yeah, we know that from Star Wars, don't we? We do. God damn it. It's, it's, it's just a simple fucking fact. And, and, and that's exactly what happened because these people hate so, so desperately of everything. They hate so much. And like, I just don't understand. Like, I'm a very considerate, compassionate kind of human being. But like, if you're just going to randomly start hating everything, it's like, we should, we shouldn't pay teachers more because they don't do teaching good. And it's like, okay, well, if they don't do teaching good, how do you expect them to teach good when they don't have money to teach good or like the, the the whole black lives matter thing which i'm a white woman i'm not really going to touch that very much i support it of course but i mean good god being in a pro peaceful protest and having the president of the united states tear gas the shit out of you 
and 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 spray you with pepper spray and pelt you with pe- uh, pepper pellets just so he could fucking go take a crappy photo shoot and 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 then and then as as if insult to injury here comes these fuckers at the capitol and they just they just walk right up and and nothing happened like one one lady got shot and then i think uh three other people were 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 killed as well in stabbing incidences here and there were five deaths so i'm not sure who all they were yeah all i know for sure is that one woman died because she was climbing over the barricade and the police officer was like don't do that or i'm gonna have to shoot you and she just kept going so he shot her (laughs) yeah she was actually trying to come into where there were some senators still exiting yeah being they were in the escape route and there's more coming out about it and more um chance that some of the people on the inside of the building were helping the people on the outside of the building i mean when you look at how it happened and watch some of those videos you know that they had to have help because like you said the black lives matter people were held way back Mm -hmm. by a lot of people there was a lot of security presence and, and, and I, I just, I just want to say. It was peaceful until it, until it wasn't it, based it, on. Yeah, until it very did. suddenly wasn't. And that's yeah. just the way that those, those Black Lives Matter protests went. They came to be peaceful. And it's the other side that consistently escalated it to the point where Black Lives Matter protesters well, are that's what, in armor. <laughs> yeah, but that's what they're saying about us. They're saying that we, our side. And I say are because I am on the side of peaceful protest and I'm also on the side of what is democratic, not, you know, the party of the Democrats, but democracy, as in have people, you know, running this country. This country yeah. is a representative republic run by people who represent us. We yep. elect them. And that goes Uh, all the way up to the top. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got involved in our local election because I wanted to see how things happen. And I had every confidence that our state ran this election very well. I mean, I didn't have any qualms about our Maricopa counties, you know. Yeah, very safe. You know, I mean, because we voting we process voted, or yeah, we, we voted like right in the middle of COVID as well. Like that was over the summer. Right. Um, so and, and we've been doing mail in votes forever here. So and the, our guy, Adrian Fontes in Maricopa, he was just very upfront about everything that was happening. And while they did protest a few things and try to recount this, that, <laughs> the other, nothing came of it because it just is a very uptight system. And I'm sure many other places had similar oh, yeah, people no watching people on top of other people watching people. No so they can say whatever they want and try to twist people's arm and strong arm like they did in Georgia. But in you the see end, how that went. Right. Yeah, it didn't work. And that's what I'm saying. More and more things are going to come out that we're going to find out that the enablers and the people who repeated the lie and actually amplified the message of hate and anger, right. you know, fanned those flames of anger 
um, uh, you can't hold all of them accountable because there are too many of them. <laughs> yeah. It's so kind of, don't think we'll have the space at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. And, and I think, you know, they're going to try to uh, do some weird stuff like that one lady from Georgia who is a brand new senator. Has filed, no, she's she's a new senator from Georgia. Uh, Stacey A. Yeah, Stacey Abrams is from Georgia, but she's not a senator. No. Um, she she's working with people to sign people up to vote and help the voting process there, actually. Yeah. But um, this lady, her name's Marjorie something green. Mm-hmm. She has three names. Anyway, that's not the point. Point is she filed impeachment paperwork on Joe Biden on like his first or second day of holding office. And it's for something he did when he was vice president. So I don't know if that's going to fall flat or if they're actually going to consider it. But I think it's going to fall flat because what, like, would that? It's one of those things, though, that people put her in there, and that's the first thing she's done as a senator. Um, Is that appropriate? Is that necessary? Is, Is that something that the other side, us? people who want democracy to happen. Is that something we would have done? No, because here's the thing with, with, with let's, let's compare the two runners to 20, the 2016 run for president Trump and uh, the run that we just had for Joe Biden, right? Leading up to his eventual election and his inauguration, just, just that year in 2016, a lot of stuff came out that would have disqualified him from running at all, but it didn't happen. Right. He just kept, yeah. he just kept going. And, and uh, I think John Oliver put it, put it perfectly where basically, you know, uh, Donald Trump keeps approaching the end of the line, but he never seems to reach it because for him and him alone, the line is drawn by MC fucking Asher because <laughs> <laughs> the Axis Hollywood tape, that should have been the end of the line. The, the, the $130,000 to Stormy Daniels, that should have been the end of the line. His first impeachment, that should have been the end of the line. And but the 20-something women that accuse him of uh, sexual the Grab her by the pussy thing. Like, right. I mean, yeah. that should have been it. That There's your sign, you know? But like, <clears throat> fuck it, just run that sign the over. Fact, Who cares? The fact that he wouldn't disclose his tax information. Yep. Yep. And they're just, it just, he keeps or completely divest from his business. Yeah. Or, or, or doing anything to help anybody during the last year of his presidency. I yeah, mean, if, well, he, if he really, if he truly wanted to get reelected, truly, he would have sat the fuck down and actually done something because he would have convinced other people, the quote unquote people on our side it's kind of hard to do something for people who don't believe in science when you have to do something that's scientific in order to make a change you know yeah and, and it, his base would never go for him uh doing you know things that needed to be done things that are going to happen now yeah but, see. but 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 the thing is is he would have traded his base for us and we won. <laughs> so 
you, do you see what I mean? Like you're, I you, do. You, you the people the, who who switched over and voted the other side uh, might not have done that. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. I I don't know. I I want to loop back around really quick before we move on um, to the the comparison of the Black Lives Matter protesters to the rioters at the Capitol. Yeah. Um, because the way that I the way that I've been framing it is that obviously the Black Lives Matter protesters received far more violence than the ones at the riot. I am in no way saying that the rioters needed to be beaten bloody and shot at by rubber bullets. I am in no way saying that. That's not what I want. That's not what should have happened. What I'm saying is like, it should There just should have been a response period. And not a, yeah. not a, oh, you're here at the Capitol, come on in. Yeah, come and, on in. Oh, by the way, do you want to see this room? Yeah, here's Nancy Pelosi's desk. Put your yeah. feet up. <laughs> like, yeah, no, how about it? It's it's not it's not even it's it's not even that. It's more along the lines of like just just keep people who are supposed to be safe safe. And 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 when peaceful protesters show up on your streets, treat them with respect and don't shoot them with rubber bullets. Yeah, you know, and what inflamed the Black Lives Matter movement and people at the time over the summer when there were riots involved and not just peaceful protesting was anger. Um, the whole protest kicked off because of anger. And um, well, you, the, I the, think, the, the, I think the, the fact that riots like the burning down of that, I believe it was a church's chicken. Wendy's. Wendy's. There I go being racist. Yeah. Hey, whoa, check yourself. Check I'm, checking, I'm checking myself now. Thank you. <laughs> that, wind, that Wendy's that burned down um, was set fire because of anger. You know, somebody A lot of other things um, that, that happened in those protests were, were like not because of the protesters. It was just people who were in it and just started like... There's, there's, right, there's right, video but Sarah, that's what they're saying was the Capitol insurrection. That's what they're saying. There were other people there. <laughs> You're joking. Then we, no, they're saying that. And that and that would allow us to not believe what was in front of our eyes on the video. Okay. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Because the Black However, Lives Matter. During the Black Lives Matter movements, we saw cops beating people. Yeah, cops, saw beating cops people, dragging people out of cars. Co undercover cops causing damage in order to incite more anger and violence because they're yeah. like, that protester's doing it. I can do it too. But he's actually an undercover cop and he immediately arrests them. There's videos of that. Yeah. So, like, it, it, you can't really compare the two. You, you really can't <laughs> because. One of them is fighting for basic human rights. The other one is fighting to take away those basic human rights from mainly black and brown voters. And there's a, a big, um, there's a big muddying of the whole um, operation. I want to call it an operation because it seems like that's what it was. Well, because they were getting fed information from inside. That was the yeah. only way that they could have known the Capitol building that well. And there's, there's a the lot fact, of... That, that Mr. Viking Man hat, uh, the shaman yeah. that we keep mentioning, he's from here. He's from Arizona. And I'm going to yeah. say this. I've, I've never been. I've, I've been to the Capitol. I've been on Capitol Hill once. I've never been inside the Capitol building. And I can guarantee you that Mr. Shaman Man probably had never been into the Capitol before, but he seemed to know exactly where he was going. 
Yeah. It well, he was escorted there. there by a cop, I believe. I think that's not what they're saying. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm angry. I know I shouldn't see, be, but I see, am. See, that's, that's what happens, though. But anybody can tell a lie. Anybody can say anything they want, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of the post-Trump era is... If, if we can even say we're in the post-Trump era, I feel like it's too <laughs> early to say that. But it's just it's just a matter of how are we going to discern? This year is going to be about discernment. Mark my words. This year is going to be about discernment. How do we tell what's the truth and what's a lie? And it's about time we start thinking about that. Yeah. We, sh- we should have always been doing it. But for somewhere along the line, I don't know if we just got lazy, too busy, you know, no, it's that's dumb a, and stupid. Who it's just, cares it's just a matter stuff? of like, you know, it's it's I, I don't want to throw your generation under the bus. Hey, we like it under there. But it's 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 your generation and the generation right before that, where they have that weird thing about stuff on the internet where it's like, if I read it on the internet, it must be true. Now I'm not saying that you personally believe that because you do not. I know that. Yeah. And I, as a millennial, do not enjoy avocado toast. I think it's fucking disgusting. But <laughs> it's it's those kind of people who are like, I've read it on the internet. And it must be true. And the other thing too is that like the boomer generation who grew up in front of a TV the entire time is sat down in front of Fox News specifically, just just Fox News specifically. They have no other like media diet supplements that they could possibly take in order to get a different view ergo they believe everything that they say and everything that anybody else says is bullshit is political oh, jargon and it doesn't liberal. matter yes yeah and 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 i just think it's crazy that people read stuff online and they're like that must be true because it's on the internet and people can't lie on the internet and it's like people yeah all the damn well, time I put things on the internet, so I know people lie on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> don't trust your influencers, kids. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, and that's big business, influencing. That's huge business. Yeah, of course I mean, it is. Our podcast is in the business of, of influencing and being an influencer and being a voice. Yeah, like for I mean, the for the generations uh, millennial and Gen Xer right here. That's yeah. what we're doing right now. We're putting out things that we feel strongly about. Our truth, whether it's the truth, is questionable. That's up for the viewer to go and find out and investigate and either, you know, come back at us. You can argue with us. You can agree with us. You know, we will take it either way. Yeah. Either way. Just click like. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> Our dislike bar is just going to look like a lightsaber. It's just all red. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing to touch on is a a while back, like I'm talking like 10 years ago. Right. I I took a class in um, app building when apps were starting to really get big. Crazy thing of of apps. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I built a few mobile like mobile websites, I wouldn't call them apps, although they could be downloaded onto a phone um, for some of my clients after I took this class. And um, I was thinking, who's going to want to read from a phone? You know, (laughs) who's going to want to 
only use a phone, you know, or who's gonna like get their information this way? And, you know, this was only about 10 or 12 years ago. Yeah, I remember it, I was alive. Yeah. I was was a breathing human being. Yeah, so this is all, this shift is happening right now. I had that, I had cognitive thought, I think at that time as well. (laughs) Well, I I don't foresee us turning into a, a nation where we only have one news source or no. uh, news, a, new, a news source that's so filtered and so, you know. Yeah, I think that, I think that, that, um, that it isn't actually a valid source. I think we're still going to have the I think, I think of voices. Yeah, that's going to, that's definitely going to be the thing. But I think that moving forward, we're probably going to have even more of a lean in a direction. Um, so either you lean heavily one way or you lean heavily the other. And I think that, well, there's going to be a lot more scrutiny from inside the government as yes. far as, uh, these anger groups, let's yes. just call them anger groups. Cause they're on both sides yeah. of these issues and these extreme anger groups that they don't have a platform and people will be deplatformed again. I can see it. Why Nazis? <laughs> Stay mad. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> By fascists, again, stay mad. <laughs> because the people who like civilization and democracy and the people who participate and the people who want to have um, a peaceful life and a functional society can't let that fester, can't let that grow, can't let that have its place at the table. Uh, Marjorie something green we can't let that happen and I think I hope that um, whoever's able to hold these people accountable does so and doesn't become afraid and spineless and what we've seen a lot of over I the think last it's four I, years. I, I don't think that that's the case anymore because the reason people were spineless was because it wasn't necessarily because of Trump himself it was because of the office that he held. He yeah. held the office of the president of the United States, the, the most powerful office in the entire country. And Dr. Fauci has addressed it. And in, in he was he was interviewed, I think, like a, either the day of the inauguration or after. And they were like, you know, how does it feel to be back on the podium and be able to speak to the American people? Because he was basically shunned away from all of that because he himself said that he didn't want to go against the will of the president, not Trump, the president, which is a seat that you can occupy. And and in a way, and in his job, he has to be political to the, to that degree, I guess. Yeah. And you have to, you know, I mean, when you have uh, somebody who's a respiratory therapist and the, my pillow spokesperson (laughs) on that podium, pushing Fauci out um, and you can't, as a human being, clearly see that's going to be a problem. Yeah. I'm then, not saying what... Then what you... I don't know if we have hope for this 2021 to work out so well. Because that happened. Well, well, it, it, it did. But it's done now. It's over. <laughs> that happened. That ha- it's, it's gone. For the, out of sight, out of mind. It well, I'm just saying, again. people my age are... are are stunned that it could happen we didn't think it could happen well it fucking did did. (laughs) yeah it fucking did and and it's just it 
it, it it's one of those things where we we saw what happened we acknowledged it and now we have to reconcile with how do we make sure that that does not happen ever again ever never ever ever again well because i i like to to think that biden and harris are on a good start because of the transparency and that's the only way we can um make sure it doesn't happen again is yeah. that there can't be any roadblocks and there can't be any lack of transparency there has to be building of trust between the people who serve the people and the people i think that i think that um biden's uh shtick about being a president for everybody is yeah. is is a good way forward because if he was just like i beat trump Trump supporters I don't think that would have gone over very well <laughs> right and it's not his job to uh it's not his his number one job it's not his absolute job to hold Trump accountable it's the Justice Department's job and it's the investigators in Congress yeah job. it's it's and, his job and to he's, make and sure he's gonna let them do their job yeah he, it's That's his what job. I'm hearing it's his job to make sure that they're going to do their job and right. he's and he's doing everything in his power to do that. Unfortunately, Trump left behind such a fucking shit show that it's just you know he's having to. I I watched um, uh, what's his name? Chris Hayes is that his name? I think that's his name. Right, the glasses. He's got a friendly yeah. face. Um, he um, he he outlined like the week, the next two weeks for the for the white house and like what it like what joe biden's schedule is and it's like climate change on thursday racism on friday we got fucking coronavirus on saturday we got uh you know we're joining the the who again we're joining the paris climate and like you know i just I'm, it's a busy man he's already very very busy and, and yeah. I don't, he signed what 17 as of this recording 17 executive orders in his first four days as president three three yeah. days excuse me three. three days two and a half actually yeah so you know i i just i'm hopeful and i'm definitely on board to continue to be a justice watcher. Be, yeah, because justice matters. It I matters. see you, bald guy. I see yeah. you, bald guy. We see yeah. you. We'll link your YouTube channel down Yeah, here. Jen, uh, his uh, YouTube channel is Glenn Kirchner. Yeah. Jen, yeah. And you too, can, you too can be a justice watcher and you can be part of Team Justice. It's yeah. awesome. His YouTube channel is fantastic. I think he's, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that he gives like the no BS uh, take on you know the law. He speaks I mean, in he speaks in layman's terms as well. Like I mean, right. he he it's it's kind of like with Rachel Maddow how she shows you the engine and she she tells you how it's supposed to work and then she breaks it apart. It shows you why it doesn't work as she breaks it apart and then yeah, builds it back together. Sometimes her storytelling for me though is a bit extreme but i think it's because she wants people to pay attention you know yeah yeah and it's and with, like hey wake up yeah <laughs> with, with the youtube platform and especially the stuff that that uh glenn kirshner uh covers it was very um day-to-day -day. Yeah. yeah yeah and homey as well but, but very day-to-day -day and very just like hey this is fucked up and here's why 
<laughs> yeah, right. Here's how you to know, fix it. <laughs> and he's been keeping folders. He's got 14 folders on things that uh, he believes that there are actual criminal charges coming down the pipe for. So, you know, there are other other players out there too. It's not it's not just all just Trump. No. It's a lot of enabling, a lot of conspiracy, like not conspiracy theory. I'm talking about just being in cahoots with. Yeah. You know, looking, looking um, at you, Russia, side eye and you super hard. I see you. And, you know, Rudy Giuliani uh, has taken a fall from his status huh. since he was America's, America's mayor. mayor. Yeah. yeah, he's a cosmosler. Well, <laughs> you know, there were some suspicious things at 9-11 that were never brought to light. I mean, I, I'm not a huge conspiracy nut, not like QAnon and all that. But you don't you think know, that Satanist pedophiles uh, no, use jet no, fuel to melt steel beams? No, but I, I do know. believe <laughs> I do believe there were some other weapons involved and some other coordination involved on that day. And because we didn't have a camera in our pocket and because we didn't have what we had on January 6th, as far as we did, you know, what are you talking about? There was, there are camera phones back then. Yeah, uh, there, they were because there's cell phone footage of, of the, the towers. Falling. Not to the degree that we have today. Yeah, but it's New York. Everybody's fucking like the, they, nobody have from inside posted something on that day well no because twitter didn't exist and facebook yeah, was a brainchild what, of a fucking lizard person <laughs> that's what i'm saying uh, there's video but not like not in the moment video no by the way i I'd like what to, was happening i'd like to clarify i don't you actually, saw it on tv you, you saw it on tv that's it. i i'd like to clarify i don't think that that mark zuckerberg mark zuckerberg is a lizard person I think he looks like one. If one were to exist, he would look like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> He's a freaky fish. That man does not look great. Well, he spent his days in a closet with a computer, so that's why he looks like that. I mean, I spend my time locked away in a room with a computer, and I don't look like... Do I look like that? God help me. Do I look like that? Yeah, yeah, you do. You just have yeah. more hair than he does. Just gotta blink, yeah. like you know, this way with my eyelids. <laughs> You're working on that with your, you know, eyes. Nah, nah. A little puffy over there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm nice and swollen. Yeah, I might look a little messed up this video because um, I have a skin condition, um, and I don't know if my camera's gonna pick it up. But that lovely pink yeah. is eczema, and it's actually gone all the way up my cheeks and is on my eyelids on the bottom and the top. So my eyes are a little puffy. This is about as wide as I can have them open right now. <laughs> Not so, good, Sarah. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I took Benadryl. I'm fine. We're good. I'm not like my throat's not going to like swell closed. I'm not going to be able to breathe or something, or my eyes are going to swell shut or something. I hope not. No, that, that can't happen. But you it, better do like, Benadryl today too, just to make sure. I'll do it when I go to bed. Because yeah. if I do it, if I do it in the middle of the day, I'm just I'm gone forever. I'm like, yeah, planet. That's, that stuff. <laughs> that stuff knocks me out too. Some people it makes them hyper. But... How? I'm just like the opposite. If I yeah. need to like be comatose for twelve hours, just give me a Benadryl. Gone. so so um yeah this year is about discernment we're excited 
that we're returning to what we feel is something normal uh, in our politics and in our society. It's so nice to hear a president speak and not talk about low flush toilets in the next sentence after because- Big giant dumps. Ew. But like, I just, (laughs) I mean, he must do because I mean, think about the fact that like his, this picture, the one where he's standing in front of all the freaking McDonald's and, and, and fast food stuff. And he invited those, um, uh, was it a football? Do do you know why that happened? Tim informed me that he did that, uh, because there was a government shutdown during those people's visits. Yes. And he couldn't get any food in. He couldn't get any catering done by the White House staff. And he was in a pinch. And so he just ordered it local, a whole bunch of it. Wow. (laughs) See, he kind of shoots himself in the foot a lot. He could have done that, but he could have ordered it from fucking anywhere. He's the president of the United States. Are you telling me he couldn't have called up? fucking Benihana and been like hey I need I a shit ton of Benihana like, I don't think he would have done Benihana I think I could see maybe Boston Market or something like that no I'm talking about like something bougie and fancy Benihana was the first thing I could think of but like okay yeah like um, a little too Asian for Trump yeah but I was just trying to think of something fancy is what I'm saying like I don't yeah, really okay. know fancy steak restaurants because I don't eat steak that often <laughs> But I, okay, it's not fancy or bougie, but like he could have called up Texas Roadhouse and been like, I need a shit ton of fucking steaks. Yeah, I, I got could it. see him doing Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could have done that. Yeah. He's the Maybe president. there isn't one close by, though, you know? <laughs> He's the president of the United States. <laughs> Does it matter? I didn't think that that would be a thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it would be. I but... mean, when you look back, though, that was just a comical thing. That was a. Coffee was really funny. Coffee was very funny. Yeah, because it just never got an explanation, and like, even he tried to be like, "Wasn't that a gas?" Ha ha ha. Um, but a lot of it wasn't funny, and a lot of it was crying and 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 <clears throat> meanness, despair, and, and just, just callousness towards humanity. Yeah. That's the scariest thing. And then to hear that he didn't have a plan at all for COVID because like... Well, that was obvious since like at the end of March. Well, well, that was obvious. Yeah, at the end of March last year, it was clear that he wasn't going to have a plan considering he put Mike Pence in charge of everything. But to get it confirmed just what, yesterday or the day before last, where basically he, he was inheriting everything that the previous administration was dealing with only to be like all right where's the COVID stuff and they were like all right here you go and I could just imagine it's just this empty manila envelope that just says good luck asshole with a post-it note on it and like there's just nothing there and and just to have that confirmation of like okay he really truly does not give a single fuck about the 400,000 plus people who have died of COVID good perfect i love that by that i mean how how is that possible that you could be that cruel more people i read i read a statistic that more people are dying they're dying faster of covid than our soldiers did in world war ii good god (laughs) 
that's horrific. That, that it, it, it's so well, and until um, either we decide to oh. test and trace and mitigate and you know do the things we need to do until that starts to become commonplace it will only exponentially grow so they're saying by the end of february it could be 500,000 i i you know and I the don't. next week it could be 600,000 and the next week it could just keep you know going up and up and up worse and worse and worse so you know i think <sighs> if if you're one of those people that are not getting the shot for whatever reason god bless you but you're you're really in a soup of covid germs out there i know here in maricopa county is one of the worst areas i can't believe that several school districts are still open and 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 yeah. students are attending class i just i, I can't believe that i don't know how that's possible and and you know what really really pisses me off is that Ducey's threatening again to cut funding to certain schools who are continuing? He is. Yeah, he it, yeah. and it, and and the other thing too is that um, I'm pretty sure I could talk about this. Um, uh, Tyler's family uh, has has four little girls. He's got four little nieces. They're wonderful, um, and they are doing online schooling through Liberty High School. And Liberty High School is saying, no more, no more virtual learning. You have to come in um, because we can't keep having teachers because they're doing like that. They, they were shut down at one point, I guess, but then they opened yeah. for hybrid where it was like, you can either go in person or you can be online or you can do a mix of both. And now they're saying like, you have to come in person. You can't be online. And like, yeah. I think that's fucking insane listen if colleges can do hybrid where like you show up sometimes you or know, you can do online classes because it's college and, and you could just do it like most I, colleges the community colleges they're not doing any in person no they're not in fact i have um i <laughs> i i unsubscribed to my old professor for my animation class on youtube and he used to um he there you go he used to uh film um he, he used to rec he, uh, screen record his lectures and upload them to a youtube channel so you could go home and re-listen to his lecture because a lot of the times the stuff that he was talking about was super complicated it was you know coding and and and, and animation stuff that you just needed to like watch someone do so you could replicate it and then kind of mess with it yourself um so now He's literally just a streamer, essentially. Like he has his own little setup in his office at home and he's just like uploading videos of his lectures. And like, he's got a green screen and he's like green screened himself in. And like, he can, he's like pointing yeah. on the screen and stuff. It's wonderful. I'm really glad that he's adapted in such a way where before, like, I don't even think that he would have thought that this would be where his animation classes were going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, by the way, I noticed that your alma mater is uh, starting a film school. My who? Your college. Oh, okay. So I guess he's involved in that too, probably. Uh, probably. I, I, I don't really know. We didn't really work with film kids too much oh. in the animation department. Um, 
the one teacher that I can think of is probably my B, uh, BPT, a video production uh, course that I took. He's probably in it because he's got the big green mm. screen room and all of the big fancy professional. Camera. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. I've noticed that uh, ASU too added a film school. Yeah, graphic, so, graphic, the, the graphic design department, I can see them being involved in it. So Michelle's, oh, definitely. Prob Michelle's yeah. probably involved in it, but yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. That's awesome. It is. Um, yeah. Just thought I'd mention that. But truly, um, here we are in 2021, huh? It's nice. So, so we're, we're really getting geared up to hit the ground running. Uh, Sarah, although she's looking not ready to hit the ground running. <laughs> she more is. Like, more like the ground. She's hit more like yeah. the ground hit me and I kept running <laughs> more <laughs> along the lines of what I look like. <laughs> so, so me personally, I'm planning to begin painting again. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's the goal that by the end of the month, I have my first one finished should be, I don't know when we're going to publish this, but yeah, should be along the same time as I'm putting out a newsletter. Hopefully fingers crossed. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, we got some boxu coming up on this channel. Yep. Um, working on some more graphic design projects here. How about you, Sarah? What are you up to? Um, I am finishing up. I think I think I'm very very nearly finished uh, with the game Okami. I definitely um, I'm basically at the point of the game where. I only have one brush technique you, you paint in that game. You're the you yeah. play as a you play as a dog. Her name is Amaterasu. She's the sun goddess. And her tail is a paintbrush. And you can use it to uh, paint on the screen and things happen. So you can like set things on fire, you can move water, you can blow the wind, you can make flowers and trees bloom and stuff like that. It's very pretty. Um mm -hmm. I think that series should be finishing up around the end of February, maybe beginning of March. Um, and if that happens, I'm going to start playing Spyro. Definitely. Awesome. Definitely going to start playing Spyro. Um, I, I completed, I, I haven't finished the second game yet because I'm going for like a hundred percent perfect run and I ended up getting into some trouble with a boss that I'm angry at, but <laughs> um, those games were from my childhood. So I'm gonna play the Spyro Reignited trilogy. Um, I'm still working on a top secret project, um, but it's definitely taken quite the back seat on that is lovely- it, Is that the project that starts with a W? Yes, yes, I think. On the same page here, God, I hope so. Uh, yes, I, uh, that's the. It's just taken one hell of a backseat because. Um, well, uh, you have to reprioritize your life right now. Ever so slightly. Yeah. Just a touch. Hey, that happens. Things happen out of order, yeah. and when you least expect yeah. it. Holy yeah! <laughs> Goodness, yeah. Yeah, but, sometimes the readjustment period takes a lot longer than you think. Like, yeah. you know. For for those of you who missed uh, last month's episode, um, uh, I managed to land a job in November, and it pretty much has upheaved my entire schedule. <laughs> and, your, and your private life too. Just everything. <laughs> the sound of it. Just yeah. everything. 
all of it. Like it's the one thing that I thought like, oh, okay, me getting a job, it won't change that. Wrong. Oh, like it's just completely changed now. So I'm like, oh, good, good. I needed that to change, I guess. (laughs) Well, you'll get, you'll get a new rhythm and you'll get back into something. Again, I will say um, 2020 had destroyed my concept of time. I had no idea what time it was. I typically didn't know what day it was. The only real way I knew like what day it was, was if it was either a Monday or a Wednesday, because for those of you who are subscribed to my gaming channel, you know that those are the days that I upload. So (laughs) you know that I'm posting, I I just knew that those were the two days that I'm posting stuff. But now that I have a job, it's it's like, wow, I know it's Monday at four o'clock. Wow, it's Monday and it's four o'clock and and, and, and I'm going to... Well, it kind of gives you a sense of grounding too. Like I felt like last year you were super ungrounded. I was a little worried about your mental health there a few times uh, just because you were just, I don't know, like everywhere, like unplugged. Sarah unplugged. That's what we should have named this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's just different. This year's different. You can tell this year has a whole different feeling to it. Yeah. And you can feel the, um, um, I think it's, it's, it's the air feels pressure outside, despite the fact that it's laden with COVID, but it definitely, yeah, (laughs) it, it definitely, you know, feels a bit brighter. Ignore the fact that it might be snowing or raining in your area right now, considering that we've had our first spat of rain in like and, and seven snow months up north and yeah. snow isn't yeah, that wonderful yeah. it's awesome i'm happy about it yeah it's going to continue to rain into next week too i know i'm not looking forward to what a power a outage is going to look like at work but well yeah, i think you're going to have power over there in scottsdale come on well, it rains mm-hmm. harder out there you got to remember that's true yeah that's true you know, another interesting kind of throwback thing is that I remember when podcasting first came out. And, uh, I get I get ripped on a lot by people. They're like, oh, you have a podcast, do you, eh? Yeah? Do you? You're a millennial. That makes sense. Of course you have a freaking podcast, you hipster well, bastard. And I'm like, it's not mine. <laughs> it's yeah, not it's, mine. And truly, it is kind of a, a hipster thing or like a trendy even thing to have one, a podcast right now. But back in the day, it was kind of an elitist thing to have a podcast. I mean, um, not everybody had a podcast. You yeah. had to have uh, a bit of technical knowledge you had to and, the, be... and the ability to store the podcast yourself and, you and RSS be... it yourself. You had to be funny <laughs> too. You had to well, be funny. You had to be entertaining and stuff. And yeah. I think the one that kind of like broke the mold and like got a lot of attention was, was Joe Rogan's podcast. I hate mm-hmm. to bring him up, but I mean, he's funny. Like I mean, Maybe so. I don't, I don't subscribe to many podcasts. I, I have a couple. I, liked, I don't. I liked uh, between two ferns. That was like, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I don't. Favorite. I don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, yeah. I did for a college project once, um, but for the most part, like I know him as the Fear Factor host, and that and and he also hosts oh, the UFC. He the Fear Factor host. Yeah, he's the Fear Factor. 
Factor host. He's the original Fear Factor host. And then he did stand up for a while. And now he uh, does UFC commentary on the sidelines of the Octagon. A lot of comedians have gone on to podcasting, especially during this time. Yeah, and he talks about all sorts of stuff. He He's friends with... um. Alex Jones, the fucking nutter. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. If, if I if I'm going to watch it, I'm just gonna watch it to like laugh at them because they're just so nuts and their views are so weird and crazy. But like, um, there there's there's Joe Rogan, and, and the reason he kind of broke it was because like he was the first podcaster to like make buku dinero by doing it, and everybody was like, well, hell, I have a microphone and and a computer yeah I have five friends that I could (laughs) use as guests I can fucking do it are you kidding me he's not even charismatic and like they do it's terrible (laughs) well the look you gave me when I said Sarah we need to start a podcast and it's gonna be about us being different generations and talking about topics that we're gonna have difference of opinion you looked at me like "Uh -uh." (laughs) well because I'm not doing that well, because it is my, my, my concern, and it's still a valid concern that I still have, is that a, a lot of people listen to podcasts while they're doing other things. For instance, I listen to podcasts while I'm at work, while yeah. I'm tip-tapping away. And I, um, if, if I don't find their conversation, even in passing, even just, you know, like I'm not really listening to them, I'm, I'm listening for other things, but I just in passing, if I can't find their conversation even remotely enjoyable, I skip it. And yeah. I, I either move on to the next episode in the podcast or I find a completely different one yeah. to listen to. So my, the other issue is I don't think I'm funny. <laughs> I, 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 do. I make myself laugh. I can make her laugh very easily. It's, it's very simple, but I don't think I'm funny. And, uh, I'm sure that there are people out there who think I'm funny. How, why can you tell me your thought process? Let me know in the comments or something, because like, I don't think I'm funny, but you have a, you have kind of a dry sense of humor. (laughs) You don't have like a silly sense of humor. I have a silly sense of humor. Like I thought that erection comment was hilarious. I'm still laughing about that, but that's not something that you would it's it's it would be funny in the moment like if i was sitting if i was sitting in like on the senate floor listening to him talk i'd have fucking laughed like hell but i'm surprised nobody did (laughs) (laughs) but but if if i'm not there in the moment and something really kind of silly like that happens like whatever (laughs) like i guess it's funny but um yeah but you have kind of a, a a like a Almost like a satire to you, sometimes. My whole life is a, is a satire, I'm pretty sure. True, true. Pretty yeah. sure. It's just, just a, by nature. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially a Greek character in a satirical play. Like, that's just my life. <laughs> but Yeah, so to get back to podcasting, uh, they... My clients, they had me set up their podcasts and then teach them how to RSS, you know, stream their their content. My goodness. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. I had several uh, people that were podcasting 
Uh, they didn't do it for long. A lot of them fell into the beginner's trap where they didn't have enough episodes to keep going. Yeah, because that's ran that out was of content. The, that was yeah. the other. That was the other thing. Is like you know, if we can't be entertaining, if we can't be funny, um, what the hell are we going to do after the first episode? Because the first episode, yeah. you're full of vim and vigor. You're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like if you watch that first episode, we're about it. Like. And by, by the first episode, I don't mean the first recorded episode. I'm talking about this style. So the very first one, which oh, I think yeah. is Climate Change and Cruising. I'll link it in the iCards. Yeah, it wasn't um, a great uh, videography <laughs> session. Well, no, because it was our first. And it was an awful sound session as well, because well, it was our first one. Yeah, It was our very first one. Yeah. And a lot of people like it. Like that thing has. I think, you know, I think it was because of the cruising. That was a big that was a big topic and, and and of course because covid was such a big deal at the time yeah. that we recorded that i mean that was like two days after we had the, the lockdown orders yeah. from from the top there so true, like true yeah and, then and we, i and i just want to say thanks so much to everybody who watched our last episode of the yeah thank because, you so much oh Hi. my god <laughs> it, it's it's like did we go viral just then <laughs> we that's how i felt we we uploaded it, it. we uploaded it and like I, I I typically do all the back end stuff. So like all the video uploading, the descriptions that get written, that's that's all me. And yeah. uh, the video editing, obviously, that's all me. So um I, I I uploaded it and I was like, set it and forget it. Just upload it. And then we started talking about doing podcasts for this year and like what our episodes might be about and like, you know, where we're gonna swing and like what kind of content we can do, what kind of branching out, like kind of weird things that we might be able to do using this format um and while we were talking about it I was like let's check our analytics and let's just see like where we went right about certain topics like where we could improve on stuff and we pop it open and we look and it's got like I think the last time we checked it had 53 views I think which is a bit nuts uh to put it in perspective my gaming channel videos get two per video and I know exactly who those two people are it's and that's, you guys and that's just on YouTube on Buzzsprout it's yes. anymore yeah that's yes. just that's just here on yeah. YouTube um obviously yeah. over on Buzzsprout we have um we have Pandora Spotify yeah uh, Stitcher. I mean it goes Apple. it goes way further it but goes, to get that on YouTube is like unheard of yeah we were like holy crap so then that yeah. led us down the rabbit hole of like well where did this go with everything else yeah um which was insane. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and we, it actually boosted some of our older videos too. Yes. Because yes, it, it referred did. new people to our channel. So yeah. Hi, we're excited everybody. to see where, what this video does when it gets out there. Yeah. We're, well, we're, Sarah, I think we should wrap it up. What do you sure. think? Yeah. Okay. Well, join us next month. Um, not sure exactly what our topic is. I believe it's Boxu. I could be I, wrong. I think it's Boxu and uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's oh yes, Day yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And and um um um, it's also uh, Black History Month next month Black as well. History Month. Yep. Yes. Okay. Peace out, everybody. Bye, everybody.